0: My name is Ray Ronan and I wrote a book with my kids. It changed everything. This is our journey, our story. What will your story be? Well, hello to you wherever you are. And I'm bringing some sunshine. It's, the sun is shining through the window here and it's, uh, it's great to see a bit of light. Especially when we're going through this COVID-19 emergency, this current situation and I hope that you're doing very well and I wish you lots of love and lots of strength during this time. What are we going to talk about today? Well as promised we're going to start looking at the first uh, phases for writing a book with the kids. Leading up to that I'm just going to talk a little bit about the benefits. One or two of them that's all and a couple of little tips of things that I've heard and uh, we know the kids at the moment we're really stressed out as ourselves you know even if we can admit it even if we don't admit it but our our kids would be very scared right now as well and they hear all the stuff going on around them all these talking heads there's going to be they're going to be feeling our anxiety and our stress and you know we've never experienced anything like this before and can imagine what it's like for them the whole world for them has been pulled out from under their feet so let's try and see it from their point of view as much as we can because I've heard some parents getting quite stressed with their kids and especially when they're not used to having them around so much or they're trying to entertain them trying to work from home and a a really good tip is a headspace app it's so good or calm use one of them and it's amazing when you do the the headspace or you do the calm meditations sneak away for 10 minutes on your own somewhere if you can not easy um, even stick a pair of headphones on and a pair of sunglasses and a, and a hat, a coat, anything to hide yourself away. It's, it builds up. It's cumulative. It might not feel like you've actually benefited from that 10 minutes. And the second day, you may not feel like you benefited. But by the third or fourth day, even during that 10-minute meditation, you may not feel like it's benefited you. But you will notice it during the day. It's cumulative and it builds up and it actually it, uh, it lasts. It lasts throughout the day, believe it or not. It's not just that 10 minutes. Don't expect too much, and it'll give back loads to you. So anyway, let's think about the what we can do with our kids right now. Um, lots of comfort, lots of love. Tell them it's going to be okay. And this is not a permanent situation. This is only temporary. With, this will be over. And, you know, humanity's been through quite a lot before. Been through a lot of wars and a lot of issues. Some people still are. Gone through some terrible things this uh, virus emergency will be over so let's plan for that let's look forward a bit let's keep our dreams alive because that's really as much um, as more important I suppose than um, dwelling on the news and so let's stay away from that right now the first of many ninja tips have fun fun and more fun here are just I'm gonna talk about two benefits i writing a book with the kids. Then I'm going to go straight into, let's prep um, some of the stuff for uh, working on a book together. So this is what I've seen when I've worked with my two young sons, Finn and Jake, to create their Silver Hot Rod series. And then all of this is here for you and your kids as well. Firstly, it's the experience. And you'll connect with your kids in a unique, magical way. Now, often you'll hear, hear people talk about how their lives changed after a traumatic uh, or a traumatic experience. They became more mindful, re-evaluated their lives, and had a more fulfilling life because of it, which is what's happening now at the moment. Um, I hit the beach a lot. I walk a lot, myself and my partner, and I, <laughs> I've never, and even out with the kids, never seen so many families out and about walking their kids, all keeping their distance, keeping their social distance, which is great. They're doing a good job in Ireland, I think. And, uh, but I've never seen so many people out cycling. Some people even brought some gym gear out in, in the middle of a, a, a field and they're working out and, and uh, <laughs> never seen that in Ireland, to be honest. So but so looking back at the benefit for our kids, the experience. The experience doesn't have to be a traumatic nor bad to be life-changing. More often than not, it needs to be for a big, uh, momentous change, but for sure, there are those moments For those who create a simple moment that changed them forever, sometimes it's an achievement. Now, writing and publishing a book is one of those moments. If it can change an adult's perspective of themselves and how they're seen in the world, say, CEOs, chief executive officers of big companies, major influencers, world-leading speakers, all want to have a book published, and when they do, it does change their perspective on themselves. And it can change their income Greatly at speaking events and all kinds of things, so imagine how much it can change child's life when they have a book published, printed and in their hands, that they created with you as a team, and how they steer their way through their life with the ultimate confidence in themselves that they'll gain from it, right? The other thing is it creates uh, time together for you with a fun purpose. Now, as you work towards a positive and tangible goal, something physical in the form of a printed book like this, you're working together to something towards something that will you'll actually have in your hand. And to know that you did this together, to know that you were a team, and working with other people as a team, um, if you use contractors online, what an incredible sense of achievement. But it also gives you an insight into their world as well. So if the book is um, between you, because you're writing a book with the kids but it's their story it's going to give you a unique perspective into what's going on in their lives and then how they're seeing the world and it's great to let them write whatever they want as long as it's reasonable i know some some of the stuff that uh my lads wanted to put into onto text we we couldn't really let let them do it you know but it's given me an insight into some of the language that's going on between them and their and their pals right And this gives you an insight into their lives and if you do this with patience and only write a book with them when they feel like it, when they're in the mood for it, but do keep it going um, because you need a momentum behind it to keep this going. Writing, me as a writer and all all the other writers I know, it doesn't matter what they write, it's like exercise. It's like keeping your muscles uh, in tune. Writing does require you to do this regularly. So, if you set out to do this, keep it going until you finish. If you never do another book again, that's okay. But do this one. Get it done. You don't learn by spending 10 years how to write a book. You learn by writing, finishing, publishing, and then start again. Now, this can give your children a feeling of hopefulness. A sense of something good, and more importantly in some cases, and this is... Something I thought about previously, before all this COVID um, uh, issues, the emergency. It gives your children a sense of future. And that really, really is so important right now. Giving them a sense of future. You know, it, it's probably one of the most valuable gifts that we can give them. There's no point coming out the end of all this and all having <laughs> depression and mental issues. That's not going to help anybody. So, I'm now going to move down to... The, um, first stage of how we can write a book together so what do we do all right what are we talking about when we're gonna do a book together what we're thinking about is we're gonna sit down and write down a story now it doesn't have to have words or it doesn't have to have images you can do a book that only has text or you can only you can do a book if that only has images if you want now what can you do with that book we can go with what I'm calling the original you can create your story and then put it into um, an old uh, uh, the original book the old-fashioned way you write it out by hand on heavy paper you bind it and you'll have a gem using you know uh, you can use punches and you can use um, shoelaces and you can put it all together like an old book the original and you've got a gem You can do what I call the original with a twist. (laughs) Okay, any cocktail uh, drinkers out there? You'll understand that technology or that uh, terminology. You can print it up your book from a Word document or PDF when you've done it because you've written it on um, on your computer. You print it up, you bind it, and that's done. So that's the original with a twist. Now you can order professionally printed copies from a local printer. You can source a local printer to make those copies for you. Um, but generally with those, um, the local guys, because of the way their machines work, you have to order in bulk. Now you can upload your book to Amazon KDP. Now this publishing service will allow you to get a very reasonably priced copy via their printing service. or oh, lots of copies if you want more. But you can get one book if you want. You can just order one book. In fact, you can order the draft or the, um, you can order the copy where you're going to check the, um, uh, the print. And check that the book is, is all, you know, it's, it's, it's up to scratch. Be the proof copy. And just keep it at that one if you want. And that's very little. Are you talking about 2 or $3 plus postage. Really good. It's a very environmentally friendly method of getting copies of your book. It's called POD, print on demand. And only when a book is ordered, it's printed, then posted. It saves countless amounts of books from being trashed. And all that paper being wasted as well. And saves your wallet from being trashed as well. Now you can get copies of your book for as low as four or five dollars a book plus postage or maybe including postage depending on the size and style of the book you can order copies to be sent directly to your friends and family and they can order their their own copies too so imagine that you can order the copy if your friends or family live in abroad or quite away from you and you want to get the book sent to them um, or you can um, get the copy sent to you and then sign them and then hand them over you can self-publish it to get copies of, bu- of the book from Amazon you have to self-publish that that means uploading to Amazon KDP and we can talk about how to do that you can also send it to publishers and literary agents you can put together a package and send it off to literary agents to see if a publisher will be interested in it and I can show you how to do that so why not do it if you can still think of a reason not to write a book with the kids then that leaves 30 or more reasons why you should so let's do it okay So, what do you need to create your book? Well, what you need to do is you need to plan the book, you need to write the book, you need to publish it, and if you want to get a printed copy in your hands, that's the next step. Whether or not you do it in the previous uh, methods that I've just talked about, or you upload it Amazon, now you don't need as much as you think. You don't need amazing computer skills. I'll take you step by step where I think most people need help. Um, I won't think of everything, so don't get frustrated, just ask and uh, we'll find an answer. I'll give you a way to uh, communicate with me if you like. You can call me, or text me, or email me rather, at ray at writersgame.com, ray at writersgame.com if you have any questions. Now, sometimes there'll be a free alternative to buying things, and if there is, I'll show you some. Now what does our children's picture book need? Because that's what we're going to do, we're going to do a children's picture book. Now you need three things. The first thing is you need words, something to write a words on in a computer, a uh, word processing software. So the words, where do we put them? Something to write a words on, a computer, word process, processing software or paper. Second thing, you need pictures. We need someone to do our drawings, our pictures, or do them yourself. Three: a book somewhere to get it printed. Or make it up yourself. They're the only three things. Basic. We need words. We need pages that go with it. That creates a book, and that's pretty much it. So let's go back to the words bit. You'll need a word processing software such as uh, Microsoft Word or Pages on Apple, and there are lots of free alternatives online. Also, and um, there are a few. Don't don't sweat the details. Just pick one that you want um, to use. One of the best and well-known free ones is OpenOffice. Now. I wouldn't advise using the free online word processing alternatives except Microsoft Word, because you could lose your work. And I'll advise you to back up all your work with Google Drive, Microsoft OneDrive, or Apple's Time Machine, or even a separate external drive. You don't want to lose all that precious work. There'd be a lot of tears. Um, I've done that myself in the past when I'm writing books, and uh, <laughs> it was absolute disaster. Yeah, there were tears. Well, almost. Um, now, I'll just remember you don't have to be a writer to do this as well, okay? You don't have to be a writer to be writing a book with the kids. Now, when it comes to the pictures, and you can create, we're gonna have, I'm going to have chapters, separate chapters on all these uh, different items as well, but this is just an overview. First thing we needed words, some way to put them, pictures. Now, you can create your own pictures. I'll show you how. Maybe you know someone uh, or one of you are good at drawing. Sweet. Or you can work with an illustrator for a reasonable price. I'll show you how to. Now, Upwork is where I found people to work on um, projects uh, with writers, illustrators, editors, and much more. And you can see the contractor's profiles and ratings on their work. Okay? It's a bit like Airbnb and uh, a lot of the, you know, like Uber as well. You can see the profiles of the driver and they can see yours. Same with Upwork. You can check the profiles on the uh, writers, the illustrators, and the editors and you can see if they are people that you want to work with now the book which is the third thing we're going to stick to one process just one as i show you how to write a book of the kids or young writers as i'd like to refer to, to them from now on now an amazon kdp account is where you will publish your book now amazon kdp means kindle direct publishing because you're publishing direct To the public, which is great. Now allows you to upload your book to Amazon, and then to order a printed copy, and it will be for sale up on Amazon as well. Now, don't forget, my two kids did okay. Now, before Christmas, there was about eight hundred dollars they made in sales between um, a local coffee shop and the markets they sold at. So, their their book Silver Hot Rod is doing quite well. So, it's good to have the book up there, the Silver Hot Rod series, anyway, with Finn and Jake. It's up there on Amazon, and they're doing quite well out of it. So good for them so there are possibilities to make some money out of this as well now there are other places you can have your book printed you can also make it up yourself with a printer i'll show you how and don't forget that literary agent um you can approach them see if you can attract one anyway get their attention and they'll represent you in pursuit of a publisher now it's hard 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 to get an agent but it's an option it is there for you but the first thing is you need a book you need a book to send to them there's one other ingredient making its way to you over the ether as well to you and your young writers your kids over the creative network it's the writers magic the writers magic will empower you to make your story your way so let's do it so what's the takeaways from this bit we need words something to write our words out on a computer a word processing software okay or paper pictures we need someone to do our drawings our pictures or do them yourself which will get us our book We need somewhere to get it printed or published. Next, we're just going to do this one um, theme, one story, one chapter here, and then I will talk to you in another podcast. So uh, I want to talk to you before we go about story. What's your story? What are you going to write about? Well, now I'm going to help you decide what your story uh, is going to be. Or simply put, start writing a book with the kids. You need a story to tell. And don't fear, I can help you with that. This imagination store where I get to talk to you about story and creating one. Now, okay young writers, get a pen and paper out or get your word processor out, here we go. So first, we'll talk about how to kickstart a story idea. Now the story idea, what do you write about? Now for the adults, as this is your kids first book, they can write about anything they want. But to give you an idea, how about this, most books will be about animals, objects, family, planes cars trains and all those other things that go so let me go through it again most books will be about animals they'll be about objects family planes cars trains and all the other things that go now how about something you're passionate about though don't forget that too it doesn't have to be a story but the best way to get someone to listen to you about something you're passionate about is to put it into a story a start middle end now what about your book Okay, think about the um, Elephant and Piggy books, Elephant and Piggy by Mo Willems, or his other big hit, Don't Let the Pigeon Ride the Bus. Now, they're just fun, cute animals who just don't feel like doing certain things. Or they want <laughs> to, but they're not allowed to until eventually they do with funny consequences. So, your favourite things, like a red hat or the paper boat you made could be fun. And how did you come up with the idea for the boat? What, um, made, it, what made it happen? Um, How did you make it, or or did anything funny happen along the way while you tried to get the bits you needed for the boat, or for the hat? And did it turn out to be an absolute disaster? Now that can be funny too. Do you see where I'm going with this? You can write about anything you want, anything. And that's the great thing. And some of the craziest books are the ones that sell, (laughs) the ones that are very, very popular. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's about having the fun uh, putting this together at the same time. Now what about that hilarious story that your granddad or grandmother told you kids... You young writers, imagine you are in that story with him, or her. Now you may not realise it, but you have experienced so many stories. And you could think up so many stories. And they will all be different because they're yours, and you are different. You see the world in your way, so share that unique view of the world with the rest of us, because we're dying to know. Now, you don't have to stick to the real facts either. Add colour to your story. For instance, so you met an alien on the way to the arts and craft shop. He gave you some odd materials, that alien, that he uses with his alien kids. You swapped. Now, painters aren't the only ones who add colour to their creations. Writers do it too. Go crazy with colour. So, what does a story need to be a story? Everything has a start, middle and end. Now, the main idea of story is that it has three sections, three acts, like a play. Start, middle and end. Now, whether it's a best-selling thriller, a top movie, or a Netflix series. A children's book, your book. The reader or viewer must care about who or what you are writing. They must want to keep reading, or they won't finish it. And they must feel satisfied, like eating a great cake, or they won't tell their friends about it. Hey, go get that cake from the shop. It was awesome, go get it. It was really good. If they didn't like it, they won't tell you about it. Or they might actually they might say, don't go there. You don't want people saying that about your book. So you, you people may not buy any more of your books. Yikes. Anyway, think about your favourite book. What made you want to read it? At first, the title, the cover. What they were writing about. And what made you want to continue reading it? Even better, what made you read it the second or even the third time? Now that's the kind of story you want to write, the kind you like to read. And your story will come from all the things you've seen or done, heard or read about. Now, is it starting to sound hard? It isn't, because here's some tricks now to get you kickstarted and to make this easy for you. Okay, am going to write down four things. So write down one, two, three, four on the side of the page. And when you've done that, I want you to write this first. These questions, what is your favourite animal? Okay. Number two, what is your favourite hobby? Number three, what gets you excited when you see it online or on the TV? Number four, have you imagined yourself in an adventure? Now, if you look back at all those four things, what's your favourite animal? Write it in. What is your favourite hobby? Fill that out. And what gets you excited when you see it online or on the TV? Write that down. Which, which TV show is it? Or what is it that you see online that gets you excited? What What's fascinating about that thing? Or what is it? Which show? And have you imagined yourself in an adventure? Next, what excites you about all of those things? Which one is the most exciting of those? That could be your story, if you don't have a story of your own already. What if one of those things was not as you imagined? So pick that thing and then twist it. Your favorite animal could talk only to you why would he or she do that and what would happen next why would they only talk to you and what if your favorite hobby was a training ground for a secret alien agency who needed to fight for their planet okay i, I know there was a, a film about that years ago um can't remember the name of it right now but uh, what about the sport you like what if it led you to become an olympic legend in stories anything is possible so let your imagination run around the room in fact Take a few minutes, kids, especially during this time, run about the room, then come back and let me know you did in the comments. Well, I don't have comments on the uh, podcast, I'm sorry, but you can always email me. It should be fun, right? Now, let me tell you, or let us tell you how we came up with our first story, Silver Heart Ride, or rather how Jake did. Now, I've already told you about a drive uh, across to the west of Ireland to visit our folks, And do you remember I said I'd often tell stories of the ancient kings and queens of Ireland, the Vikings, and how they all worked together or battled, Queen Maeve and all their other amazing Irish um, legendary kings and queens. Yet Finn and Jake came up with silver hot rod, a car. Well, Jake did originally. He didn't want to write about those things, you know, the kings and the queens. He wanted to write about the things he loves. And one of those things was cars and then hot rods. Where did that come from? Well, there's paintings on a house from Cuba, of cars. Um And I played the song Grease Lightning for them as well. And uh, and then there was the film Cars. And they said, hey, Daddy, publishes books. Can't be that hard. Let's do it. Yeah, he was right. Um, it isn't that hard. It was. As you know, it took me two years because a year of, of saying, yeah, we'll get around to it. And then there another year of of having to learn how to do it but now I have it uh, get it to you and you can do it in weeks but that's how a silver heart World was born now it's time to stick a big flag on your story turn to a new sheet of paper now I want you to um, write down what you think the title of the book could be per- pick the first thing you think of it's called a working title right meaning it can change and it's the one we use more working on the book it's working it's a working title the writer's magic strikes again here it comes you write down the working title and if I were you I'd write down the uh, author's names as well That's, that feels good write down the names of all the authors and the contributors now just write down what you think will happen in your story in a few sentences now keep it short and it should only take up no more than a quarter or half of the page if you've done that then it should look or should i say sound something like this so what i've got is i've got a sheet of paper here and on the top in bold letters it says your working title okay and my name ray ronan because it's just me doing this with you the working title is how i met an alien on the way home from the arts and craft shop one day one day i was walking home from the arts and craft shop and i met an alien who was also on his way home from an arts and craft shop We swapped craft stuff. And because of that, my creation was not an ordinary one. It could do things. Now, that's my story outline. That's my working title. So if you do that, you'll know exactly what your story about, pretty much, um, from the start. Okay? By doing this, you'll be streets ahead of so many writers who don't know what their story is about, even when the book is finished. Can you imagine that? Now we can make it more detailed later. Now it's not a start, middle and end, but it's what your story is about, okay? And we can make it more detailed, but for now, this is just fine. So many writers leave, um, find the creating the book's description, which goes on the outside of the book, the hardest part of writing. And they leave it until the end. They write 500 pages. And then they struggle to write this little description, realizing they don't really know what the book is about. But you won't do that, because you've already done it, yes. Now, actually, I've done this myself. I've written a 500-page book and then not really been able to describe what the book is about until I learned how to do that. So I'm guilty of that too. Now, find your story. Stick with it. And then we'll talk about it in the next session. Section. Session, whatever. The fun part. What pictures do you want to use in your book? Now, we're going to talk more about putting our story together there are three stages to this we're only starting off on stage one what's your basic idea okay we're going to talk about our pictures what kind of pictures will we use and then we're going to start creating a book all the way through so what's the takeaways from this the a story you would love to read make sure your story has a start middle and end and write a story that will make other kids want to read it again and again now hope this you've enjoyed this and um we'll talk more in the next podcast i'm gonna start bringing some guests on board and chatting to them about why they think it's important um that you write a book with your kids or why it could be good to do that and um for now wishing you lots of love and uh, sending you lots of sunshine and energy and uh, write down if even if you write down um if you do one that's fine why not write out several I have friends who uh, used to write stories down when they were kids they've still got them they've got a box with all their story ideas in it and now they're writing them so don't just stop at one story if uh, you have more in you go for it thanks for listening to our story hope it helps yours